and I'd be like, which of my friends makes cookies, and do you have this? Right. <laughs> Can you <laughs> So this is a weird KC1021 staff meeting podcast because we're down one member, and we're recording at a totally different time than we usually record. Hi, ladies. Hello. <laughs> I just, you know, Joey kind of keeps us in check because he, he always, like, starts to get that look of us talking about girl stuff, and you right. can just see him be like, please don't talk about that. Checking out. Right. I have to say thank you to Jen Johnson because I, last minute, we haven't done a podcast in a while because of we're going to get to one of the first things we're going to talk about is your amazing trip, but you were out and then I was out and then I found out yesterday, last minute, that I didn't need to be in the office early and then I had to make a huge barrel of cookies for my son and his theatrical performance that's going on at Oak Park High School. And what did you say when I said I had to make cookies? Why don't you just call hy V and say, hey, how many cookies do you have ready to go? Uh, because... It's in honor of their production of Haunting of Hill House. Oh. And Elliot's in charge of the front of the house. So he has to like do the concession. So he decided we needed to make sugar cookies uh-huh. in the shape of the planchette from the Ouija board. Okay, so a specific cookie. Uh, yeah, which we had to go find a cookie cutter like that on Amazon, which who knew they made those? Yeah, I would have looked for like a painter's palette. Would that be the same sort of shape? You know, the little, the planchette's the little thing you put your hands on. Oh, okay. I'm on the Ouija the board. board as no, a no, whole. no. The little thing that you okay. don't quote unquote so, move when right. you play the. <laughs> Did we make the cookies? Or no, so is here's it all the mom? funny thing. It was actually, I will give it to him because he's the head of the crew of the front of the house, right? For the decorations, the concessions. And all. So they went through and he had his crew go and look and they got, they found all the ingredients. And I said, I'd go buy the ingredients and they were going to cook it in the home ec kitchen at school and everything was going to get done. Well, then all last minute, you know, couldn't cook at school, couldn't do this, couldn't do this. Can we come to the house? And I'm on the air. This is yesterday afternoon. I'm on the air and I called my mom. I'm like, you have to get to the house right away. You know how much Elliot cooks. They're going to burn the house down. I don't know who these three girls are that he's bringing over with them. So mom sits in the other room and listens to them. And then they find out that they weren't supposed to leave and they're not supposed to be at the house. So they all leave and mom goes into the kitchen and it's a complete disaster. She realizes that they have totally messed up the recipe. So thank God. Mom to the rescue? Always. Mom to the rescue. And not this mom, my mom. Yeah, grandma. And Elliot got home later and was very, you know, he stood and helped as much as we could. But it it became, you know, and of course, I didn't know sugar cookies are so hard to make. Apparently, they're not easy. So we got the first 32 done. (laughs) Which got finished because, of course, we also were like, didn't notice that you had to put this in the fridge overnight Uh, before you roll it out. So they couldn't have cooked them last night anyway. So that's why we are in the afternoon recording when we usually do it in the morning. So thank you, Jen Johnson. for It's so nice to see you in the afternoon. It feels weird. I was telling Jackie, I'm so spoiled because when I drive to work, it's pitch black, five in the morning. There's no cars on the road. Oh, yeah. So to drive in Kansas City at two in the afternoon, I'm like, who are these people? There was something wrong with people today, too. There was a lot of people out. A lot of traffic. Yeah. You're like, I see see what we go through in the mm -hmm. afternoon. No, I could never, ever do the normal commute. I couldn't. I've never had to do it my entire life. I could never do well, a normal drive. when I do afternoons, I have more traffic when I drive in, but I also get to sleep past four. Yeah, I don't know. So there's that. ups and downs <laughs> of every shift. So let's get to the most important thing. How was Germany? Yay, Germany was good. I was trying to like 
remember little things like what's important to share and what's fun that people don't realize about it and stuff. The one thing that kept sticking out to me to tell you, everyone there still smokes. Oh. <laughs> everyone is standing outside smoking. Oh. <laughs> we went to a hockey game, a playoff hockey game um, where they had the 72 Olympics. They still use that whole campus for different yeah. sporting events. And at intermission, the entire crowd left. And I was like, wow, they really go to get their beer, right? I'm thinking beer and bathroom. No, everyone was outside smoking. The entire stadium really? left, went out and smoked, and then came back into the game. Cigarette vending machines everywhere. Really? Were, I was like, this feels very You feel like you're in the it. 80s. It was weird. Well, so I'm in the process of trying to quit again, and I'm doing it different this time. I'm like trying to de-brainwash myself, and it's a long process I won't go through. But it's like what I do now is I, I am smoking, but it's like I've literally bought in the past... Uh, 11 days, I've bought one pack. And I used to be a half a pack a day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's about being very diligent that like, if you have to go have the puff, you go have it, but you're very conscious when you do it. What does this taste like? What are you getting Not out of it? Not a throwaway kind Re of thing. Right, like make sure you live in the moment. And it's like, yeah, half the times I'm like, this is disgusting. So I'm like trying to do it. I'm trying to just do it a different way because you know, it's never stuck. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to, I, like I don't like being around other smokers even more anymore. Yeah. Like I went out to a bar last past week and I was like, I don't even want to go. So I'm trying to get there. But mm -hmm. so you're saying I should definitely with that, I should not move to I Germany. Go to Germany. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I noticed is like here, if I go to Oak Park Mall, I see pink hair and purple hair and blue hair and people wearing bright, loud clothes and people trying to stand out and look different. There, not one person had dyed hair not one person and i'm talking even like i get highlights every six uh, weeks yeah right? i just went every six weeks there was I get... nothing there was everyone had very natural hair all the women and i'm talking just beautiful gorgeous women hair just pulled straight back in a ponytail no makeup everything was very neutral very natural they all had on black boots black leggings very dark very neutral colors even the teenagers we saw no makeup no dyed hair Okay, so maybe I do want to live there. Very natural, very pretty. And I was telling, because I'm there with my teenage daughters. Right. And I'm like, oh, look at them. Look how cute they are. And right. they're all just wearing cute, you know. Well, and I feel bad for teenagers now, or just anyone in general that's under the age of like 40, because I look at all these women and they look like they just walked off the pages of Instagram. Sure. Like every single person is like, how did you get a filter actually added to your face? Right. So the amount of pressure that people must feel, I mean, thankfully I'm old and don't care I, anymore. We are so over it and cynical. Yeah. Who cares? So but how did that happen in Germany? Like that know. they've missed that. Wow. I loved it. I I would, like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I don't have makeup on today because I was like, don't care. No. Well, like you said, we're at the point. Who am I trying right, to impress? Right, right. I have a date tomorrow night. I will put Woo! makeup on. Put makeup on I will put that. makeup yes. on for that because I want him to at least want to see me without makeup at some right. point. <laughs> uh, but to wrap up the Germany, we got to see a lot of cool stuff. We went to the Dachau concentration camp memorial site. I've been there before. It's super weird to me because yeah. it's adorable as a town the city itself is just these cute little houses but the and history shops. right and then you walk onto the concentration camp site and you're like how is this how right is next door to this right and it was full of um class field trips so there were a ton of high school kids there and they're laughing and giggling because they're high school kids which i get right. but the dichotomy of like the amount of people that were you're killed laughing. and suffered yes. here. Yes. You're just yeah. like 40,000 people died where I'm standing right now. Right. And this right. kid's laughing. Yeah. And the way, I don't know, I 
I think the way I kind of, at least I reconciled in my head was like, maybe that's fantastic that we're far enough removed that yeah. these kids don't know that. That life goes on. The you know life I mean? goes that- on. And these kids know a different world yes. that doesn't have that pain. It I don't still know. does in some places, not to it that does. extent, yes. you know. But it, yes, how blessed that they're there they and they're able to. Point. Yes, yeah, right. But, so, yeah. but that was obviously super memorable. We, like I said, the seventy-two Olympic site was really, really. Fascinating. I loved all your food pictures. We ate. Or your church oh, pictures. We oh ate. my god. And we walked into so many gorgeous cathedrals. My favorite thing that we saw was when we went to Austria for a day, we were in the cathedral where Mozart was baptized. Wow. And it was so gorgeous and ornate and beautiful. And they have, at all of the, most of these churches, they have areas where you can light candles for right, people. Right, right. So right, oh, I don't want to cry. Oh, Hours <laughs> before we left, we found out that one of our favorite teachers, who my girls have had for years, who is one of my coworkers at the school, she died at the age of 44, very unexpectedly. Oh, my God. Her husband also works with us. Her son was in my daughter's class. Oh. Horribly tragic and painful. And she loved music. She was the choir director and the band oh. director. And so as we're in the church where Mozart is baptized, I'm like, this is so perfect. Right. We're going to light candles for her. And we just, so we lit candles for her in all these cathedrals and prayed for their family, which was a really sweet cathartic beautiful moment to right deal with the situation right um so that was super special and she was up there like that's really cool well like, she's yeah. like yeah, my like, candles no, burning she wasn't even paying attention to that she's like i'm standing next to jesus this is cool <laughs> <It's true. laughs> uh, but it was super it was exactly what i wanted it to be in terms of like our core family unit right just being together and just enjoying each other and waking yeah. up and eating cake for breakfast because that's what you do in germany oh, i love it, it. So you funny. do you look just you have this glow about you that you know what I mean? Like, you look like it was exactly what you wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. And when we got back, the first morning back, we're exhausted beyond exhausted from the jet lag and the hour difference right. and all the things. And Bethany comes downstairs, my 14-year-old, and she goes, Mom, where's the croissants? <laughs> we need pastries. I need pastries. And so, and it was... A sincere cry, the most entitled right. sincere cry right. I've ever heard. How from blessed a are you, child? How blessed <laughs> are you? Hold on, let me get uh, the car keys. Let's go I was and get like, some. Well, there's a Krispy Kreme down the street. I can get you some donuts. Oh my God, that's so American. You are back. You're back uh, in America. So we're back. Hey, yes. I generally had some croissants. That's you can true. go over there. All that's right. true. There you go. Right. Good. Yeah. So that was my trip. Yes. And I went on a trip too. I went and saw family. Uh, I saw my cousin that I hadn't seen in 21 years Mm -hmm. and met her children in Phoenix that, you know, on either side of my son in age and we'd never introduced them. Yeah, we suck. (laughs) It's hard sometimes. Yeah, you just, you know, life happens. Right. But it was cool. I've never been to Southwest, but the part that was actually the best. Yeah, talk about Sedona and the Vortex. We went and did a uh, day trip up to Sedona, and that was actually my favorite part. I mean, I loved seeing my family and just hanging out, and it was warmer, and it was like picking up with my cousin right where we left off, and her kids were great, but we went and did a day trip down to Sedona, or up, I should say, because I didn't realize Sedona, Arizona. I didn't realize Arizona was so mountainous. I had no idea. I didn't pay attention in, like, geography. (laughs) Yeah, no. I thought it was just, yeah. But it was, uh, we drove up to Sedona, which was the coolest drive, and you're just going up in elevation, up in elevation, and you start to see the formations, these rock formations, and then they suddenly start to turn red, and you're surround. it's the most surreal, like, I didn't feel like I was on the planet. It's the only way I can describe it. Once you're you, in the vortex. 
Vortex. Well, and when you, yeah, so we took a Vortex tour, which was really cool. We did this open air Jeep tour where they say that there are certain places in the world that there's like these vortexes that, and I thought it was all about energy and all this stuff. And it's, someone told me it can be very cleansing and that's, I'm trying to kind of cleanse from some bad mojo that I've had in my life lately. And I'm wanting to try to purge the smoking. And I found out through our, our guide that it's actually just what a vortex is, is the merging of water in like the earth's core, like the different parts of the world, the, you know, earth where the water converges. And when it converges, it either causes like an upflow of like energy or a downflow of energy. And they're everywhere. But this, because of the topography, listen to that word. Nice usage. I mean, wow. (laughs) Um, Of that area and the Red Rocks formations, there's just a lot of them there. And it is, it's literally the only way to describe it is you drive in to Sedona and it's like, there's just like a, peace and somebody else said to me it's the most welcoming place i've ever been because it's just this little village tucked in the middle of these red rock formations that are huge and stunning and then it's like all these little adobos is that what they call them like the little every house is just looks like it's from the earth and it's like crystals everywhere and everywhere you can go get your aura check so i mean yeah hippity dippity but i am down with it like it was (laughs) awesome i got my rose quartz on me that i bought that's all about bringing love and forgiveness and you know so and elliot has now decided he's taking up tarot card reading so it was a great trip it was a really great trip and it was not as you know long as yours but it was a five-day trip and it was Made me realize, too, how much I like living in Kansas City because uh, $6 for a gallon of gas, good. I'm real good. So, but it was, if you're, I mean, literally, I think everyone should do a a day trip to Sedona once in their life because it is, it's just a very, yeah, it's like you walk into this peace on earth is the only way to put it. If you go, you have to go near Enchantment. So there is this rock formation that they call her their, basically, she is their it's their Garden of Eden, oh, but it's okay, right yeah. by Enchantment. So that's where my mother-in-law always takes us girls. Oh. And so we've stayed there twice, but you can park outside of it and then walk up. And it's these rock formations, yes. again, like you were talking right. about, that you're like, look Well, at and they that all one. have look names. Like one. there's yeah. one that looks like Snoopy. And mm-hmm. they say that right above Snoopy is Lucy. And there's one, my favorite was they called the Cathedral. And it's just, I mean, you're driving around and it was just stunning. I felt like I was in a movie scape or something. Yeah. It's just stunningly gorgeous scenery that you're like how is this real and those are the best like vacations because then you're not thinking about this yes no like this day to day the studio Mm-mm. you're in a completely I did different really world. well I, don't, I had to work a little bit because i didn't get a, as a head that i wanted to but like the only time i thought about work and that was just like sitting down just doing some music over coffee but then i got the text from my boss to let me know that we'd had a really good ratings book Yay. so i'm like i'll take that on vacation <laughs> i'll take that text so it's another good little but then i get back and i <laughs> The weirdest thing happened to me this weekend. So I'm very hoarse and I feel bad. Like yesterday, I shouldn't have even been on the air, but I got attacked by a dog on Sunday, which is really weird. And I want to thank everybody who went on. I posted the little video of my foster dog, Gus, but thankfully Gus is okay. I'm okay. I'm very sore. I feel like I had a, went through a car accident. You know how like when you get into a car accident and your whole body tenses? Mm-hmm because of like the stress and the trauma. So we were just walking and I did everything I could to try to avoid this dog that started barreling towards us. But there was a dog that just had escaped lawn and went after my dog and I, and thankfully we weren't hurt, but I literally had to lay on the ground in the middle of my neighborhood for, it had to have been at least two minutes. 
And I thought at first I was like, it felt like I was laying on the ground screaming for 10 minutes. But I'm like, it had to have been at least two minutes, could have been up to four, literally screaming at the top of my lungs, help, because this dog would not back off of us. Mm -hmm. So I just want to remind people, I know, and the owner came out later. I know where the dog's from. The owner didn't even come out to check, just open the door. But I mean, it's like, I realized that owner didn't think their dog was out, but it's like another neighbor said that that dog has been out a lot lately. So it's like, you have an issue. You have a place in your fence or something where your dog's getting out and I could have been seriously injured. My dog could have been killed. So. And what if you would have had a little person? I mean, yeah, I, what if Elliot would have been, you know? Right. Well, Elliot's larger than I, know, I am. But I mean, <laughs> it's just if you think if, you were, if yeah. I was with a stroller or I thought immediately if I'd had my other dog with me, she is old. And I mean, she's got this disease, dizzy syndrome, old dog vestibular syndrome that flares and right now she's very dizzy so she can't keep up when i take gus on his walks and gus is a much more boisterous dog so i haven't been walking her i just take her out Mm -hmm. i actually have to carry her out and put her because right now she falls over when she walks this is my life i have the weirdest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like when i told somebody about this dog attack they're like yeah that sounds about right for you yeah yeah i'm like "Mm, yeah but for the person who stopped and started honking her yeah, horn. Yeah, so the first person that actually you. stopped was I was screaming and then somebody was in a car and it was a young woman and I'm glad she didn't get out because it was a scary scene, I'm sure. Because that dog, I mean, my dogs were going at each other and then I got, like I said, I was his leash was attached to my, and, and I have to get my dog prop too because Gus was a champion. Like he was not trying to get the, he was just trying to protect both of us. But then I got pulled down in the middle of them. And it was like, I mean, I was, I had one dog on one side of my shoulder trying to back off this other dog that was trying every which way to get to my dog. And suddenly I realized that the strange dog was not biting me, mm-hmm. was not going after me. So I just yanked on my dog's harness and thank God I had him in his harness and not the regular leash that I do for just short trips. But I yanked his harness and pulled him into my belly and like I put him my body over top of him. Mm-hmm. And I thought the dog would go away, but then it wouldn't go away. And it was like literally trying to climb my back. And it wasn't biting me, thankfully, but I was in that position screaming for help for like two minutes, three minutes. So I feel like I've been hit by a truck and I have no voice, but thankfully a young lady pulled up and didn't want to get out of the car. Cause I'm sure she was like, I don't want to get attacked by that right. dog. Yeah, so she happen? like pulled her car up and like right up on us. And that scared the dog. And then she started laying on her horn. Mm-hmm. And then finally, another neighbor came out and he said his same his dogs had been attacked by that same dog as well. So just a reminder, like I get it. Dogs get out. My dog has gotten out before, you know, but that was also my docile little old dog. Like Gus, I am so protect because Gus is also part pit. And I'm pretty sure this dog that came at us was part pit. I'm not anti pit. If you raise the dog right, my dog Gus is loved and taken care of, but I'm also aware that he doesn't get anywhere near being outside without a leash. He just doesn't. Well, that's so if you know that you have a dog that now has a history of attacking and getting out. Yeah, probably has some changes you need to make. Right. Well, so, I mean, I did, I I didn't know what to do. And so I I did call, I didn't even know Casey Pet Project was actually overseas animal control for our city. Did you know that? Mm. 
Did I know that? Yeah. So, I mean, you call a, a hotline and I was going to leave a message, but somebody, even though it was Sunday, somebody picked up and I was like, I'm not trying to get this dog in trouble. The biggest thing is, is I don't know. When I got back, I did realize that my dog did have a couple of small injuries because mm-hmm. I could see some blood in his water, but I didn't know if, it, if this is going to get infected, if I'm going to have to take Gus to the vet. If that happens, if I have to pay for it, that person's paying for that bill. So I wanted some kind of documentation if I have to end up in court or something. Sure. So, and I wanted authorities to know that it's like, because I do think it, that's what I found out from when I called. There is a leash law. And technically, if your dog is out without a leash, it's your responsibility. And if something would have happened, like you can get ticketed. If somebody gets mauled by your dog, yeah. you can get brought up on charges. So it's the scariest thing that's happened to me since I broke my back two years ago because I'm me. Because you're you. <laughs> Every time you guys uh, see me, do you go, what's, what is it now? What's happened now, next. Natalie? I'm next. What I tell my friends is I'm always interesting. Never short of a podcast story. Never not We don't ever boring. have to, we have to, I have to dig through your box over there, Jen, and, you know, answer some right. questions. We're weird. <laughs> pull out random questions. Although I know I drive Jen crazy because I'm like, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. We're just doing this. And she's like, I want structure, please. <laughs> well, this time I knew we had plenty oh, to talk about. That is true. Yes. And thank it. you for the chocolate. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're yeah. so good. I'm doing one a day. I'm being very good. And I love that Jackie comes in and she's like, look in the back. You can tell what they are but it's all in German and I'm like I I can't read German I asked my German husband I'm like can you read this he's like well that's what was what was that what was that that accent can you read this but he was like uh, it says nougat I'm like yeah the rest of it I don't care about the nougat I can figure that one out before we go I I do want because I mean I I know something exciting and I don't want Jackie to feel like we left her out do you have anything you want to talk about but there's something I want to talk about about you I am living through the teenage years of the senioritis so it is fine by me to just listen to y'all's life (laughs) and think about your perfect family vacation and think about Sedona and just leave it at that because I don't know how many days we have but my God bless him I mean every day it's something like you said you're just flying by the seat of your pants someday I'm like what the blank is it gonna be today you know I just have to be like just remember Technically, you're not even legally responsible for him anymore. So if he does anything, it's not your fault. Yeah, you know, yeah. I actually uh, gave him this um, wiping your hands. Yes, I I was talking to him, and I'm like, you know, a lot of parents when you turn 18, they wipe their hands and they say, "I'm done off the payroll." Yeah, and I said, "Son, you're 18." As I was dropping his butt off because his car had had two blown tires and he disabled his vehicle and left it in Midtown and I had to drive him and his sister to school. Stevie was really happy because she was going to get to school on time that day. So, (laughs) But today, I mean this morning, we left the house on time so... I want to tell a little story really quick about Jackie and it also, Uh it goes into something really cool that the station's going to be doing. So... Jackie forever. So you guys are awesome, by the way, as a staff, that it's like, you're not always like, I need tickets for this, 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 and this, you know? But you guys also do know, I want you to ask me if there's something you really want to see. And if we have extra tickets, I'm going to do everything I can. Well, Jackie comes and just very kind of nonchalantly mentions that Foreigner is like, on her list of shows that she has to see. And this is their farewell tour, right? 
like I only have a very short list. Yes, and she even said, I have a very short list. If we have any extra foreigner tickets. And I was like, I don't know if we do, but I will do what I can. Well, and I knew about this about a week and a half ago. And I didn't say anything because I didn't know what was going to happen. So this is very cool. And I, anyone that listens to the podcast, if you know anyone that's in a choir, please spread the word. Starting this coming week, we're going to be on the air with it. But this is so cool. Loverboy and Foreigner are coming to Starlight. And what Foreigner does when they're in town is they give a chance for a choir to be the very first opening act of the show. So they have asked us as a radio station to find the choir that gets to go and perform on stage at Starlight as the very first act of the Loverboy Foreigner show. So... We're going to be asking choirs, and it's any choir. It can be middle school, high school, church. It can be, now I will tell you, whoever ends up on stage, it's only up to 20 people. But you will get entry in to the Foreigner Show. And once you win and get that chance to go perform, you're also going to get this amazing Bose sound system and a donation to your particular charity or your choir. Okay, so what we're going to be doing, and we're still working out all the details, they have this month to put together a singing of a foreigner song video it and send it to us on the website and then for one week we're going to put those up on our website and people are going to vote on which choir gets to go and open for foreigner and lover boy and the best part about all of it is they needed an mc to be there for the event so jackie is going to foreigner Done. I'm so excited. Mission accomplished. I just accomplished. want to stare at McJones from afar and be like, do you remember when we had Samantha Rosnan? What was that band that she was in? It was when we were in the old oh, building. Oh, God. Their name was Good New... Uh, Good, yeah. Ocean yeah. Standoff or yeah. something. Whatever, so yeah. I just remember I, I had a shit. Jen's like, I, what the hell are was, you talking the about? The song was Good News, right? Got right? some good news or something. Yeah, it was called, great. I, I'm, it's on, you know it what? It was a great was song. Look, you know, go. It's going to yeah. drive me crazy. But, I've got it on my okay, Spotify. But So we met Samantha who is Mark Rosnan, who made that great song with Bruno Mars's, uh, it's his sister, like their brother yes. and sister. But the cool thing is, is Mick Jones, who is in Foreigner. Ocean Park standoff. Oh, ah. look, she got it before me. Good job. So she and them, and don't you remember when we would have young artists? Yeah, all the see time, them, right. And they were so excited, and I was bald, and so they were really excited to meet me, and she was not. She was not in any way turned on by my bald head. And so they were <laughs> lovely, but she was not. And so I'm like, I can't wait to meet. But then later I found out, I'm like, huh, you're Mick Jones's stepdaughter. You and your brother mm. might not have ever become into music if your mom hadn't hooked up with Mick Jones. Now, they're not together anymore, but I'm like, you're... I'm so lost right now. Jackie, I don't even have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Here's the deal. My head is filled with weird musical things. Mark Rosnick. She's been wanting so, to tell this story uh, for 15 years, and she was like, I can't do it on the air, because Natalie will be like, yeah. what are There's you no doing? There's no way. It's too much. So it's I think it's something story. to do with somebody okay. married somebody, and it's connecting to Foreigner. Okay, do you know Mick Jones, right? Yes. Mick Jones and Lou Graham are in Foreigner. Mm-hmm. Mick Jones used to be quite the thing in the 70s. Lots of females. Okay, we get it. Okay. What does it have a connection Rosnick, with what we're talking right? about? Uptown Funk? Yes. Okay, okay Mark is Mick Jones's stepson, was at one point. Oh, okay. Samantha is his sister, who okay. we met. Okay. 
Okay. Anyway, I'm just really excited to meet the Jones. I mean, Lou Graham. Yeah. yeah. Somebody. I just somebody like, that's listening to the yeah. podcast will like, know yes. understand and what's you're happening. Excited that you don't have to beg someone to be an MC. And <laughs> well, that take was on my first thought. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to go. And not that I wouldn't want to go to the foreigner, but it's like it's there's a lot. We have a lot going on, and my biggest mission this year is to get the station out. And you guys don't even know because there's more. We, there's other stuff coming. We're gonna be actually doing. I'm excited too as a group. We're gonna be doing a um, part for the uh, draft that's going to be fun and I'm going to do my show out there live and we were at Fountain House and we we're you know had such a good time at St. Patrick's Day in Fountain House and so we're going to be out a lot and I know I'm going to be asking you guys a lot to do and this one was easy I was yeah. like well I know who wants to go do <laughs> yeah. this thing and for free. And the best part is is my niece Destiny my sister's daughter has been wanting to see Foreigner since before COVID see, yeah. and she reached so. out to me and I'm like honey I don't know I don't know and it, to the, it was to the point where I was like if I don't buy, get tickets right. I'll buy them it yeah. doesn't matter mm-hmm. Merry Christmas Happy sure. Birthday we're going and and so when I was like, oh my God, and we're going to give a chance to have yeah. a choir to win something oh, really cool. Oh, I love cool. So, that. I love Like literally, that. if you know anyone that's in a choir, what the, all they have to do, we're trying to figure out what the website will take about how long, but it is a foreigner show. It has a foreigner song. You need to put together a rendition of a foreigner song, your choir singing it, and then we'll give you the details about the voting process, but they have until the end of April to get that video into us. And they'll, like I said, they win a pretty cool prize and they get to go and perform in front of, you know, a lot of people. I mean, opening for Foreigner and Loverboy is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's a cool thing. Sweet. Yeah. Yay. Okay, got. See, Joey's not here and look how long we talked. 30 minutes. Oh my God. It's the longest podcast I think we've ever had. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. We're done now. So bye. Bye. See ya.